Hello, welcome back to another episode. I say it's rather lovely to have you listening to me. The power is incredible. You know, I I kind of um, have mentioned a few times on this podcast about taking a step back and just kind of looking at your life going, fuck, how fucked am I or how shitty it is. But there is an advantage of, um, you know, being in a state and more importantly, an advantage to doing because I'm on the other end of the doing spectrum where I'm not doing. Uh, I mean, I am doing, but fuck, I don't get into that. I'm um, in the more in the thinking phase. And I think there is also, uh, you know, of course, we use the word overthinking and we use the word like, fuck, man, I have so many thoughts in my head. Difference. Well, I'm thinking uh, kind of maybe in a productive way or maybe in a sense of where's my uh, purpose lying kind of thinking way. And uh, there is an advantage to it. But what the disadvantage sometimes is that you come up with too many theories. And those theories, um, by virtue of being theories, kind of just swim around and they have these opposite currents that, you know, um, push each other around and don't really end up giving you much clarity as a result. So, that's uh, maybe reason why this episode's called Too Many Theories. But I don't have too many theories, just a few theories, but few enough to qualify for too many. Let's fucking do that. Um, well, do I have names for these theories? No, I don't really believe in a labeling system. I think every theory should be uh, beyond itself by virtue of not being itself. Whoa, fucking giving my friend Somnath a lot of quotes to work with up top. <laughs> That's a good one, I think. Anyhow, no. The first theory, it's not really a theory. Maybe it's even an observation. Who the fuck cares? I just wanted to call this episode Too Many Theories and I work backwards from there. Or the word is backward. I don't think apparently two words or backwards or forwards exist. It's backward, forward, toward. Something new you learned, my friend. Why am I clapping like a fucking... Hey, who are those people? Anyhow, you know who they are. Those people who applaud at shows, not the ones who ask, applaud and ask for money. Ah, those are called freak fucking audience. Yeah, they just come to your show like, fucking, I want FNB. Yeah. Anyhow, so I think there's, of course, you know, reading about Afghanistan, reading about all the horrific things going on. I read about this guy in Florida, this ex-Marine, uh, who went, up, went and shot some people. Just another... Um, American shooting, you know, it sounds so sad to say, but that's another thing. Just like, oh, I had a gun and I felt, and I think his girlfriend or someone, I mean, this, of course, I just read this a few hours back. So maybe the reports, which would have come out later, might have more um, information. But his wife said he had post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and he went uh, and unleashed himself and fired a gun into a mother, a baby, the, the father, the father's mother and the dog and... Yeah, and then just said, you know what, I surrender, fucking cunt. Now, this particular act, of course, is very cunty, but all these things like ruining, ruining a nation for profiteering, uh, what America did, and I was, of course, and, and, but first of all, a lot of these theories aren't, uh, you know, I didn't pull it out of my ass in the sense it's not all uh, my theories. I mean, I've obviously, they're influenced, heavily influenced by conversations I've heard by people who are, uh, more knowledgeable in the space 
giving information and facts. And of course, like for instance, I'm sure you guys, if you haven't, there's a documentary out on Netflix called, I think, Turning Point about the 9-11 and the 20-year Afghan war. Uh, so if you watch that, some of the stuff might sound familiar. Like just the entire thing about how the US uh, misappropriated and, and used money which was allocated to the war in Afghanistan. Just a lot of shitload of wastage, a lot of pilfering of funds, a lot of people uh, fraudulently, you know, taking those funds for their business. And of course, the whole thing of companies being owned by politicians or politicians having a stake, all sorts of things, which I'm sure if you're not living under a rock, you would have either read or heard or come across in some way. So, yeah, many of these things are reoccurring in various uh, mediums. Uh, and they're not obviously my imagination or my theories in that way. But I just believe in a certain thing which I'm using these uh, bits of information to formulate for our future. Like, for instance, um, all these things causing fear, causing war, uh, creating war, causing fear, uh, creating um a lot of disparity, creating the sense of superiority, which I spoke about in the last couple of episodes. It creates this sense of uh, them versus us, the sense of hate. It creates this entire generation of people who are, you know, subjugated to a lifetime full of fear and uh, fear of persecution, um, fear of uncertainty, of not knowing what their country is or their future is. And then the soldiers who are in that place have no clue why they're there. Sometimes they're being sent on certain pretexts and then they're there being asked to do things which are miserable and it fucking fucks them up in the head. And that's this Marine story is what, it, what the result was horrible, but the cause is not his fault. It's basically what these fuckers are doing. These politicians, be it whichever country, America, India, be it any nation where politicians are sending um, people at a whim for their gain and those people are coming back either you know physically physically marred mentally marred uh, lose sometimes losing their lives which is miserable and then you put them back just normally in society and saying guys now function we, we made you into killing machines and now um, we profited off that but now just come back to normal and be uh, well-meaning functioning members of society and follow the rules like fuck that man you made me into a killing machine I'm going to continue to kill not justifying anything but this is what they do um, and it's leading to my first theory right like the, you cause um, all this and you kind of profit from the the actions and also from the consequences. So then you kind of say, oh, we have a, a pandemic of mental health uh, in our problem, uh, mental health issues and mental health illness in our society, which you've created in the fucking first place, just like how you fed people with unhealthy food and sugary drinks. And now you have a huge number of juvenile diabetics. And the same thing now you have mental health through social media, through post traumatic stress through bad food through through all these various things that you are selling to the people and just like how politicians putting these people in the fucking battlefield it's the same thing which leads to um when you're in charge of someone's life and you really care about that life you don't take decisions so fucking flippantly be it whichever president it's fucking if that person means something to you if that life you're ordering to go in the name of patriotism or whatever, if you're going to just give that instruction saying you might not come back, you will take it a little bit more serious. You will have a little bit more, um, you'll have a little bit more invested in the consequences. You will have thought put behind why you're sending that person. This is just fucking, and that's what irritates me. Say it as it is, saying, yeah, these guys are just soldiers. They signed up for it. Fuck them. If you say it, do it. But 
hiding behind this idea like no there are soldiers let's maintain it. you don't care so why are you making us believe that we should care because you feel guilty about it i mean you don't feel guilty but putting this sense of uh, the guilt on our heads saying oh you should care for your soldiers fuck you we didn't send them out there you pricks did so don't don't make me feel bad for your uh, inhuman inhumanity or your lack of hum- humane what the fuck whatever the lack of humaneness that's the word so this this is an entire sort of th- has nothing to do with it maybe when it's, when i think about it but the theory of the fact that when people uh when creativity is when people who create be it engineers be it designers be it uh artists whoever creates when they are overshadowed by people who are trying to manipulate that is marketing sales and people are trying to portray and manipulate uh, and convince people uh, by saying you need this uh, or without this and 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 not and the thing is if the product if the creation is good i think there is a basic sense of humans appreciating creation and other things that are created and if it's useful if it's beneficial they kind of just consume it but when you have these marketing people they kind of make it backward uh, where they kind of say okay well, let's let's come up with these things uh, which we think they will like or if they don't like we will convince them that without it they're not going to live a full life or they're going to not be as cool as their friends or they're not going to have the right status in society and then let's get these people to build that shit that is a sign of a fucked up society and then let's get lawyers because now we need the lawyers to mediate all these things where we fucked up and to make sure that to cover our asses we have these contracts so the person who creates is fucked the person who's consuming is fucked but we in the middle who came up with these things to fuck up society we're safe so that's a fucked up society that breeds just this just money this this theory that everything now is being uh, sort of fed into people like like the, you can make as much as you want you can be a billionaire you can be a youtube sensation you can be the best artist but all based on how we use you as a talent in the most appropriate way so when 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 the majority of the industry is controlled by lawyers by by uh, by marketing sales by me, by by managers and the artists the creators the engineers are sidelined or their ideas are not coming out in the open for people and mankind or human beings to benefit from but is being sidelined because there's a much more profitable and much more a quick way of these guys you know making um you know padding their pockets with more money um then clearly society and human beings and evolution or whatever we're not going forward in any way we're just going to be stuck in this loop where you're feeling more and more um greed you're feeling more and more uncertainty you're making people feel inadequate then you you feed more of this mental health issues and then you create services which are are pandering or providing for these these the aftermath of your selfishness and that's what these fucks fucks are doing and that it's not even a theory as i said it's an observation and it's something that we need to be aware of and just this whole thing like a lot of the conversation around me i've been hearing is about these seed funding investment funding venture capitalists how much this fund grew how much that fund grew how many millions over here how many billions over here how this company got acquired for 30 billion that initial public offering you have all these things and that's one thing i will tell you is when money is the focus of your 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 be okay now let me put a quick display my my mom does she like but what will you be without money in this world yeah very valid point ma but there's a difference between having money um making money for as a means to an end to live or enjoy life versus money being your sole driving force money being the sole 
reason for your thinking. Everything is about making more, making more, making more. Because when that's your entire focus all the time, you're never going to be content. You'll always have less than someone, but at the same time more than someone. So that makes you jealous, yet it makes you a little bit more arrogant. You'll always want more, but you'll never, never have enough. Uh, because you do have a nice set of things, cars, clothes, suits, houses, but it's just not as much as you want. There are nicer cars out there. The sales guys are telling you that. The advertisements are telling you that. Uh, fucking, there's a newer model. There's a V8 out there. There's a hybrid. There's there, there's an there's a con, there's a convertible version. There's there's a new turbo charged version. There's new Alcantara leather seats out there. There's a new Hugo Boss collection out there. There's there's new. There's new styles out there for you to think, to, to sort of get into and be, be trendy. Don't be fucking outdated. So it's never enough. And there's a, then there's a, the guy who just got a promotion or the guy who just sold his company for 150 million. Fuck, he bought a yacht, man. Come on, I, I need a yacht. I don't know how to fucking get on the ocean. I don't know. I live in the fucking, I live in Delhi. There's no fucking water body close by. I mean, there's, there's rivers, but... What do I do with the yacht? Fuck, I don't know. Just going to buy it. But which one do I buy? I, could I Second hand or first new one? Uh, who's going to do my interiors? Because this guy got it done by that chick from, from Milan who just really did it up really well. He spent 50 million. I Fuck, I only have 10 million. Should I rent? I don't know. Should I rent? But I have these three houses. Should I sell one? But if I sell one, then I have, re- I have one less than that guy who has six. And then there's uncertainty. Like, how can I make more? Um... There is a constant greed, like how and where are ways I can cut corners and accumulate and hoard? Who can I fuck over to make this money? Uh, shit, I fucked someone over. I'm feeling shit about myself. Which slowly goes away as you fuck more people over. And all these things keep repeating when money is your focus, right? Um, it's never enough. It's more than someone. I'm not good enough because I um, made a million last year, but I'm only making 100,000 this year. There's something fundamental, fundamentally wrong with me as a human being, uh, even though the money that I made was because of what I did and not who I am. So there's constant self-doubt. Then there's the ego being bruised and inflated constantly. It's like a fucking dildo. Not even a dildo. Yeah. Why did I say dildo? It's like a penis pump. Yeah, let's call it that. Dildos don't inflate and deflate. I hope not. Well, at least if they do, I've been um, not using that. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I'm not using dildos. But... um. I think, yeah, I think it is a terrible um, thing to feed. And I think money is the biggest downfall, uh, biggest curse. And of course, man, you need it. And if you use it to help, use it as an empowering tool. If you use it to sort of, you know, use it as a means to an end. I think that's sort of self-explanatory. I think it's important. But man, the kind of people, the kind of talk which uh, surrounds money is just fucking filthy the way people are about it they just seem uh, like they have this the sense of i'm better than you i'm more powerful and i'm um, i know more i uh, i because i made a profit because i invest i am a better uh, human being as a result and people venerate these people and they kind of just sort of put them on a pedestal and the ass licking begins it's like literally tongue to cheek and um yeah, and then you sort of have people around them hovering around like, uh, you know, um, 
moths to a light kind of like fame by association they're like yeah this guy's good man oh, and they drop names say ah oh, i know this guy and you know i just and and then you this sort of there's like a, like a ripple effect like it's, it's like the main force with the money in the middle and in different centers right it could be like ambani and his puddle that sort of spreads out sprinkles out it could be uh, bezos it could be um um i think musk still believes a lot in engineering which i think and creating uh, so i don't know anything um bad about him but like the the bill gates types the bezos the, the the other billionaires out there it's just like you have like the silicon valley which comes as a result you have the whole sort of uh, the the mumbai industry the bombay uh, things that's the, where the money is basically everything spreads out it's like a it's like an epicenter and then things just go out and then communities that come up you have entertainment the ancillary units which are all funded by this money and it all comes back to the same cocksucking which happens in the middle which is in the main room in the boardroom um yeah you just take a look this is not even a theory you just look around it's fucking there everywhere it's there in your friend circles where there's one rich kid and he has his uh, cronies which is like oh that guy is great i think balat's just fucking amazing i think he's just understanding he just has the right contact like yeah but what what if what if what if little balat didn't have uh, all the contacts and the investment capability but yeah but you know i i play golf with little balat like yeah it's fucking crazy it's my theory uh, about this this issue I I think maybe it was all not even a theory maybe that maybe I got carried away with the title but there there are things like this man I think um you know you you really how and you ask yourself like how do I fucking manage then how do I try to be happy in my own um existence or my my life and I think that's a really important thing that I've been trying to figure out and I think that's perception and this is a guy who I'm going to get on the podcast soon his name is Mon Nimrod uh, Brockman he's a sports psychologist and and he really sort of helped me uh, late 2019 early 2020 just breaking certain patterns i had with physical um limitations and certain um anxiety or anticipation anxiety that it manifested into physical traits uh, like stiffness like my neck my shoulders or anything so anyway so he did a bunch of things and the biggest thing he taught me is letting go and i think this is something which uh, i think can be applied in various aspects of life and i think one thing in this space is the perspective right if you're um, constantly uh, in this turmoil inside your head where you have this narrative of i'm not having i don't have enough how do i make more i'm um, i'm not good enough because of what i do i i hate my job i'm i'm i need i need more money to retire and if one of those things i'm not just saying money the only thing i, I as as while i demonize uh greed and money i'm not saying that's the only thing that people are driven by because there are a lot of other emotions that can bog you down and can also sort of entrap you in a way and a cycle of thinking but end of the day you got to remember this what he told me is that it's your perception and i'll talk to him about the podcast you can tune in uh, i think it's out next week uh, you can listen to him about this and i make it a point to mention um, this question or this 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 conversation to him is that whatever you as an individual are perceiving is your perception so when people talk to you in a certain way they will continue to do so if they are treating you in a certain way they are doing that to you and it's how you receive it now if you receive even a smile with when you are angry or you're insecure you're like oh my god is that a sneer are they condescending uh, are they putting me down thinking do they know something that i don't know do they are they, are they laughing at me well at the same time if you're okay with who you are with um the fact that you might have 
and might not have certain things. You you don't have it all. You in fact might not even have um, very many things, but you're okay with that. But what you are uh, able to do is focus on what you have and what you can do with what you have. And as a result, you're at, I wouldn't say a sense of peace, but you are at a place where you're okay with the entire sort of deal that you've been given in this life. Then the smile is just a smile. And it could go even further into, you know what, a benevolent sense going, this person really means well. And that could create something much more magical, uh, like a relationship or an encounter which is positive, which makes the whole purpose of human existence much more fulfilling, where people are like, you know what, as one human being to another human being, I think we're the same consciousness, we can appreciate who we are. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want to get that deep into things, but I think um, it it really is important because all this all the stuff which we hear which we listen because the person who's angry and who's going to insult you or put me put someone down because of a disability who's going to trip you make fun of you they have their own set of issues now you can't change them but how you can change it is by how you receive it and that's perception uh because all the stuff that comes are through your ears through your eyes through your nose through your face through your mouth through your skin through your touch through your body through your mind now the the mind and the senses will uh, receive things through various things that happen in your body and mind and trigger certain things but the biggest one which uh, I think like even a smell if you've had a bad association with the smell now the mind has said that smell is also for your safety if you smell a tiger then fucking run the tigers are coming up a lot of my podcast but if the mind perceives something and through the eyes and says you know what we're not going to enter the situation with hate or greed or with with anxiety or with Thing. we're going to we're going to try to keep it as poised and balanced as possible and as a result the ingredients which are kind of the same for everyone come into you through your filters and that makes your experience true, i think unique and makes it your experience which is great so um, yeah i I'm, as i said it's it's theories it's stuff that i think i'm trying to incorporate into my life and um, sorry if it sounds preachy you know I hate preaching on the podcast but it's something I'm trying to wrap my head around and I use this as many of you know sometimes to just sort of put out premises for material and stand up uh, sometimes to think about um, what I'm going through and what I'm trying to figure out in my life and sometimes even to share things that I've learned so uh, that's it for this episode I think Um, I hope you liked the so-called theories or the observations or the lessons I've tried to wrap my head around. Uh, of course, I'd love to hear from you on any of these things. You can drop in a message at uh, Soapy Rouse Show, S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-O-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Soapy Rao, S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-O. Um, thanks again and thanks always for listening um, to the Soapy Rao Show. I appreciate you for who you are and what you do. And uh, just be yourself. And um, as cliche as that sound, I think just try to understand what it means to be yourself. So till next time, goodbye, God bless, take care of yourselves. Cheers. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me 
and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.